kind of feel like I want to let that go a little longer today, but okay. I think okay. Daikaiju should cover that song for us. Very sound planned. All action. Go. Go. Wouldn't, go. wouldn't not that be the baddest that thing in the world if the Daikaiju would do a cover of our very... So it's the thing that comes on the roadcaster. Like, it's the intro tune. We have never Change. actually had our own music. So... Uh, Daikaiju has, has not updated their website since March of last year, and I'm, I'm wondering, hopefully, if they get back on the road again. Yes, yes. Because okay, so A slight nudge. I think slight I, nudge. I'm, I'm, I'm hey. guessing Celi Davis calling calling in today, but before he does, I just wanted to say, like, we're trying to get Daikaiju to do this thing we're going to do up there in Bayfield, not even. Sawyer County, but Bayfield, where it's Sandius, all get out. And he wants to have Daikaiju do the post-race rock, you know, the <laughs> rock and roll post-race party. And I'm like, this is probably the best idea I've heard in, I don't know, Forever. a year and a half, probably. I don't know. Just tell me when. Um, it's going to be a pretty cool thing. I, I, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk to Dave about the actual idea, I think. But uh, anyway... Hey everybody! Uh, it's uh, show number one seventeen, the show after um, one sixteen that we did last week, live. which was live. live. I don't know. I actually listened to that show and it was wasn't bad. It was pretty good. I listened to it too. No, uh, it was actually pretty good. We, we might, you know, we might have a thing. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we got something going on. I have no idea. Uh, you know, all the time now we're back in the studio here in the soon to be vacated premises of the Everyday Cycles. Uh, <laughs> The first, the first iteration, but we're going to go get another thing going right up the street. So don't, worry, don't worry about it. 2.0. 2.0. So uh, with me as always is JK. Hello. And T-Burger. Hello. I was a little bummed to hear that you're like stressing about this whole house thing. I would like to, you know, stressing about this offer some thing. sort of like if I can help you in any way at all. And if any of our listener could help you at all, I would encourage them to step forward and help Tony kind of, out of his conundrum. Drum, it's just a nightmare. Drum. But we'll dumb, see. Drum. We'll see. How many? <laughs> um, the conundrum doldrum. Yeah, the doldrums of the conundrum. Uh, yeah. It'll get there one With day. Well, base, you know, base, I think there's a drum. there's the light at the end of the tunnel might be a little bit far away, but like like when J.K. Uh, freaked out in the you know <laughs> underneath the underneath State Fair Park that one time, there was at least a little light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, there was very little, <laughs> very little. But but at least he had at least he had, a, at least done, he had something to focus. Yeah. On. Yeah. Speaking of light, that was that was the one thing that cracked yeah. through the claustrophobia yeah. and the uh, exercised induced. Accelerated heart rate. <laughs> Have you ever done the Sparta Elroy tunnel where it turns? So there's a Was good that the part one with it. the water in the beginning? You know, yeah, that's yeah. great. I love that. I place. did that, I think, when I was in freaking grade school. It's. Dark. And it may have, yeah, it may have uh, left an impression. I think so. That may, we may have origin story yeah, for that impression. Yeah. I will yeah. admit the first time I went to that, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> oh, they let geez. people ride through this? I'm like, well, this is cool. But you don't ride. You're supposed to walk. Right, right. To be right, fair. Right, right. That said, who wouldn't ride through there? It's completely Especially with lights stupid now. Stupid not modern, to ride through You know, there. modern lights are no big deal. Er, my physical GERD. Remember GERD? 
Ah, thank God. You know what I say? I say. You know what I say? Welcome, Carl. Uh, I say. <laughs> Is it well, welcome? What, what welcome to say? the radio program, Caller. Who do we have on the line? Put the needle on the record. Oh, wait. I have to push the button, though. Put the needle on the record. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I think I pushed the button. Hello, Caller. Who do we have on the okay, line? Okay. Am I, am, am I on now? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Seely Dave. Hey guys, it's it's Seely Dave. Oh, hey. hello, Seely Dave. He's he's not he's not going to say anything tonight, but Cowboy is sitting next to me too. So. Oh, I had such a good picture of Cowboy when we were up <laughs> when we were up boating last weekend on the. You did. That yeah. was a nice. That was a nice shot. Yeah. Uh, he well, he's a good subject. So. Yeah, he's not. He's kind of hard to take a bad picture <laughs> of. So we so uh, so Seely Dave and I were up in in the North Woods where he gets to stay, and I had to leave, and I was like, God, I'm I really do not want to go back to Milwaukee right now. I want to stay up here all the time. But uh, we were on um, Person Lake, which is a very interesting name, huh. and we were on a pontoon boat cruising around in the middle of the afternoon on Saturday on a beautiful day. It was like seventy five degrees. Wait, 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 Guess wait, how wait. many other boats were on the lake at that time? Zero. Zero ah. boats on the lake. It was like, you got to be kidding me. Was Is this a dry county or something? There was. I don't think so. You're supposed to have <laughs> beer. As far as I, it is, it, it, I mean, beer and boating. It is not. Weekend. It, Why wouldn't you be on a lake? Was it before a pontoon happy hour? Because I know those are a thing. <laughs> well, it was probably was it a, a little earlier. In the, no, it was like five or six o'clock huh, in the that PM. Would be in the zone. It's not such. a private lake, right? It is. It's got yeah. a public launch. No, there's people's on it. Huh. And we, actually we saw somebody dropping a boat in right when we were getting back to his buddy's well, house. Going fishing. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for the weekend, Dave. I really, unfortunately want to do that every single weekend all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're welcome to come on up and visit anytime. Of course, our little, rental places is booked a lot but you know honestly that Leonard Lodge right down the road by the sawmill is is a pretty darn nice place and it's it's not too spendy either so. yeah that, I've, I've stayed there several times that is also so this is in Sealy, Wisconsin folks that's why Sealy Dave is talking to us but and he has the most beautiful Airbnb place so that said being booked up on weekends through October but there are some midweek stuff still up there so uh, yeah. I would yeah. I there's absolutely no way that if you're a silent sports participant of any ilk, whether it's uh, canoeing or paddleboarding or bike riding or whatever, that this would not be a place you would want to go check out. It's it just, I mean, I I'm I'm completely flabbergasted. Would might be the word that you lucked into this place. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we didn't. Actually, you know, I mean, with the three septic systems and two boilers and all the other sort of stuff, it wasn't exactly what what we were looking for, but it turns out it was exactly what we wanted. Right. Yeah, un- <laughs> we unbeknownst we to looking. you, <laughs> unbeknownst to you, uh, the, the universe made what you needed available to you, and exactly. you were there to exactly. you were there to actually kind of like take advantage or cash in not you know uh, yeah. whatever i'm just saying and the it, cosmic it, yeah. ballet it could not have been a better thing oh. it's it just like and you and liz yeah. are wonderful no, hosts it, notwithstanding that we're already friends thanks. but i really think that both of you would be wonderful hosts to anyone that shows up so there will be a link in the show notes um if you would like to check out what Seely dave has to offer because it, it really is bar none one of the coolest places i've ever been nice 
Cool. Well, thanks, Greg. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you're able to come up, and I and I really appreciate your uh, your willingness to to stick with the photographer guy who's like the reason why we're doing this bike ride is for a photograph. We're <laughs> having fun, um, and and go back to Mocha and, and make sure we got into that the, the plywood palace. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd been there like five times before or something. And we, and, you know, and we did our ride. We did a little bit of scouting and trying to find which ATV trails fit to what. And then we went back there and it still wasn't open. And the five ladies at the lovely St. <laughs> Saint, Saint Paul's thrift store there in Moqua were like, oh, no, he usually shows up about the time we're leaving and blah, blah, blah. And then we went and it had an awesome, oh, my God, that, 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 the Tap Shack and Delta. What just what a great, um, uh, they had well ribs and chicken jerk like jerk ribs mm-hmm. jerk chicken oh my god mm-hmm. was that good, and then we had to drive another half hour back to Moqua to actually go there, but it was finally open and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, so I appreciate your willingness to to do all that traipsing around just to try to get a, a couple of photographs at the at that Moqua bar, uh, but hey, wait as you said. Uh, any chance you get to like waste some time uh, waiting at the at the Delta Diner or their tap sh- their Earthrider tap shack with the the jerk you know food that they make is it's it's definitely <laughs> it's it's really not suffering is it? No, I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out what the actual the sauce was because I don't even know if I could describe what is in that sauce, but it was so good. It's it, you know it's not like a sure, tip. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not red. It's it's not a red barbecue sauce. And like it's more like spruce and Northwood stuff up in there. I don't know what was in it, but it was. Well, I, I think it does have some of the traditional. Uh, they, their jerk does have a lot of the traditional stuff, like you know allspice and the weird things that make jerk a different sort of sauce. And then it it they do play with you know the habaneros or, or ghost peppers on on some of the stuff, but they keep the. They keep the heat pretty mild up here in the Northwoods. We yeah. we don't. Uh, I feel the, that the, the palates are a little tamer. They're a little tame up here, but but you can taste it. So it's got some of that flavor, um, which I really really appreciate. And but yeah, they they do a they do a really nice job there at at the Delta Diner. Yeah, I, I poorly executed making jerk pork chops last night. And- not my not my best recipe, but I was I had a scratching itch, and now that you're talking about jerk, oh god, I, was I want good jerk, not my crap jerk. So one of the things <laughs> one of the things Seely uh, Dave and I talked about when we were up there is our, I think it's all of our favorite bands, right? Daikaiju. and I so yeah, but I had not looked at their website, you know, through the whole pandemic, and I kind of feel bad about that, but they basically have not updated it since then, and I'm wondering. What are these guys going back on tour and are they going to be at the Valhalla beach party, which is, you know, probably next year, but, um, Seely Dave is making a kick ass event up there in the Bayfield peninsula. And I you, give us a little kind of like, um, overview of what you're kind of planning. Cause I, we, what did we do? Ride 10 miles or something. I'm like, yeah, I'm already tired, yeah, but it's well, going to be we- great. Yeah. Um, so the Bayfield Peninsula, um, when I first came up to, uh, the Northwoods looking to scout a route for the tour de Schwam again, I started in, in, um, 
the Bayfield Peninsula it, it, because it's just kind of empty and there's all kinds of like, you know, unimproved forest roads that, that run through the peninsula. And I and my uh, writing partner, Todd Kalkowski, were, uh, he perhaps more than I, were uh, shocked to find that the vast majority of those, those roads, quote unquote, are not gravel. They are sand. The Bayfield Peninsula is just a giant sandy peninsula. So, um, so that didn't turn out for the Tour de Schwamigan, and we moved that further south in the Schwamigan Forest. But, um, but what stuck in my mind when we were doing this ride was that I can I can ride a hundred miles up here and never like leave sand or at least like sandy gravel and we were initially doing it on our, our gravel bikes, you know, with 42 tires, 42 seat tires and stuff like that. And, and, you know, they were tubeless so we could run them at eight PSI or whatever, but even still there are a lot of sections that we just had to walk because the sand was so soft and the, the hills were so steep. And I thought, well, you know what, it'd be a great place for a fat bike race and a fat bike race where the fat bikes actually have an advantage all all year round so yeah, we could sure. do like a shoulder a, a shoulder season fat epic level fat bike race up in the bayfield peninsula and and you could run you could come up and you could try your 42s or you could ride at 2.25s or you could do 2.6s or even ride a plus bike and everyone's going to have slightly different you know speed factors on, depending on what segments you're doing but i promise you Unless you bring an actual 3.8 tire or wider, there are going to be sections you're walking. Absolutely. And, yeah, for and, sure. I mean, and just in that little stretch we did, I it was. Right. And, and especially going downhill, I was like, I'm glad I'm on a fat bike because there's a lot of places where you might have washed out and bailed because, you know, it just. Yeah. That, they, they, they Even just, on a fat bike, the, the key to those really deep, soft, sandy downhills is just laying your weight way back behind the saddle and keeping the front wheel completely unweighted almost just, just so the front really floats. Cause if you, if you weight that front wheel too much, even with a 3.8 or, or, or 4.8 inch tire, it, it's going to dig into that soft sand and, and you'll start washing out. Well, what I liked about it was it, some uh, it, most of what we were riding and I don't know if the entire route is, but it's an ATV route and those guys roost, like corners so some of those corners had like four foot berms on them nice and if you if you plan your line right and you're up on the top of the berm and you're you know it's just like it i don't know it was just it was really cool i think i anybody yeah this it, it is in the middle of nowhere um but there is, one, is. there so, is one yeah. thing that everybody needs to see up there the plywood palace please tell us about right. the plywood well, yeah. palace so the, the the area, yeah, the bar is super cool, and it's like this tiny little bar that's literally made out of plywood, and it's got this and they're like OSB and plywood and stuff. It's just really right, yeah, right. Homemade wood, heated in the winter by this homemade wood stove made out of a couple of barrels and so and some stuff I, like that. I was surprised and, to learn that it had a, been there since 1951. Wow. Actually, that that picture. If you look at those photos that I sent you, there's there's a photograph of the original Mocha Bar. Maybe not that exact same one. Maybe the original one burned down because it also had a janky <laughs> wood stove heater. <laughs> yeah, right. um, but that that one photo was from 1947. So I know oh, the wow. bar okay. existed in that spot prior to that. But I bet it like burnt down, and then somebody just put up that 
that OSB thing because OSB hasn't even been around that long. So, um, but yeah, it's it's got a Vikings Hall of Wall of Shame. Yeah, the where, Queens with a whole bunch of news newsprint did you talk about that already no not at all because ponder can we get him back or i don't know but some of this stuff was just like super hilarious if you're a packers fan i'm just yeah well if greg i I, i'm sure you probably took some pics and i i shared some with you so if you want to put them up on the show notes listeners oh absolutely look and see what we're talking about anybody any any photographs are better than ones i take for sure it's actually on Facebook, though. Uh, I don't know that the owner created the Facebook page. I highly <laughs> doubt it. But um, but there is a Plywood Palace um, Facebook page. If people want to look, there's some photos there as well. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, there's lots of ha- – there's markers, Sharpies all over the place. So the people that arrive there get to sort of self-decorate the place. And as – as such, there's lots of, uh, uh, perhaps this is, I don't want to totally stereotype, but given it's mostly an ATV, UTV, snowmobile uh, bar, uh, it, there, there was a lot of uh, conservative uh, pro-Trump <laughs> scribblings around mixed in with the random other scribblings. Um, and then, of course, there's the Vikings wall of shame. I honestly believe that whether you're a Democrat or even a Vikings fan, I think you're pretty much welcome. Uh, you're you're yeah. still pretty welcome I'm at, pretty sure. at the Plywood Palace. Right. I mean, like there, there was enough Bart, there were enough Bart Simpson, um, you know, like scribblings that I thought, well, I, I kind of, right. I kind of fit in here. So, and, um, right. you know, and, and to I be think, fair, I'm not sure I if, think the, to be fair. do you think, do you Sorry. think the guy that we saw was the owner of the bar? Because I, you know, he I, I, was he was a little gruff right off the bat, but then I started talking to him about stuff, just asking him about like the the history of the bar and this and that, and he he kind of perked up and he was like, you know, he he's just kind of an old. He's probably you know closing in on seventy, I would think, maybe late sixties or whatever. But I think he was in his I think he was in his seventies. Yeah, it but, could be, um, but he but yeah, he I, really did I'm perk a, up on when you when you start talking about his place and stuff, and it's like. You know, he lives right down right. the road from the joint, and uh, it's like he's. Right. I, I think that I don't know how long he's been doing it. That would have been something to ask him, but uh, we'll we'll do that during the, well, the during the the next, Valhalla next Beach time. Party next. You know, yeah. Uh, and the reason why I'm calling it Valhalla Beach Party is because uh, on the route is the Valhalla Recreation Area, which is a little northeast of Moqua, um, and uh, there's also a pretty cool place to go up there. It's it's much more modern. Um, <laughs> um, called uh, the Valhalla Pub and Grill, and uh, that would be on the route sort of too. So, so I like the name, the Valhalla Recreation Area, and it's all the sandy stuff. Um, and why not like just throw like some sort of epic level fat bike race? Uh, well, before the snow falls or after the snow melts, I haven't. I think maybe it'd be better to do it in the the fall. Like right um, before deer hunting and, uh, season, like maybe early November yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah. Wait. Okay, I mean, wait. Okay, wait. Uh oh. We just we just got to the top, top of the hill. Of the hill. Uh, I don't know where you're at right now. But, Did we make uh, it to that top of the hill that I had to try riding five times? No, I but yeah, because I yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, take, yeah, take yeah, some pictures no. of me riding up this hill. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that was a that was a a very i mean going so we well actually i walked it because it's a steep ass hill but you rode it the first time we went up it and i'm like and then he 
I, <laughs> so we are. Then it took me like five times so it's full, for photos. Yeah. <laughs> I kept, so we're I kept feeling. So we're drinking dad beer here today. We're drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon. I don't know uh, what. Uh, uh, it's enjoyable. Oh, I don't know what you're. What I am you not like. drinking. I, well, I'm drinking a modern version of, of a modern Germanic version of dad beer. I'm drinking Bent Paddle Hefeweizen, which huh? is a, a pretty tasty five percent. You know. Um, pros, but you can you can say pros it with this um, and and feel pretty pretty confident. Anybody would would like it. It it it's a it maybe not as much in my mind like a true German Hefeweizen, but it's more to me. It tastes more like uh, kind of like a Czech bar or a Pilsner Urkel or something like that. Mm. That it's got Did a little I bit do more that? of that sort of flavor to me. That's Urkel. That's uh, one thing. One thing you guys reminded me of you and 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 your lovely wife Liz is that the Northwoods are all about like old fashions and Manhattans because I hadn't really even remembered those for a while. I'm like, oh yeah, they they still do that, and it's not even a supper club up there. No, so. no, it's everywhere. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, a little a no, little a little that's bullet our, rye. That's our drink of choice. Like a bullet rye Manhattan. Yeah, or some such, and then uh, the old fashioned. Yeah. I I never Manhattan's an old fashioned. Yeah, I never really got yeah. the old fashioned thing, but I can Manhattan. I get it, but you know, whatever. I'm just gonna put rye in a glass and rye maybe a little bit of whiskey. ice and drink it. I'm not gonna put all that other bullshittery in there, right. but uh, yes. but yeah, I mean that's what the Northwoods well, are all about, right? It's like every supper club up there does. <laughs> their own version of an old fashioned and you know, they they, do. They, but they and do it right too. They version. don't just, they don't just like fake it. They have, right. you know, they have the whole, they, what do they muddle? What is that called? Yeah. Muddle, muddle things yep, and such. It was good. That was great. It was, it was just like reminded me why we, we live in Wisconsin at some point <laughs> along that whole thing. There's lots of reasons to live. In exactly. Well, hey, guys, uh, it was great being on the show. Greg, it was awesome seeing you. Uh, you know, as you said, anybody else that's interested in popping up, um, come, uh, come, uh, uh, you know, check out our, our Airbnb. You got, I guess you're going to put the link on. Yeah, I will. Uh, it's, it's, a Otherwise, stay at the, it's kind of ridiculously long, but I will Lodge put it on there. Sealy. Yeah. Yeah, the Leonard Lodge in Sealy, and it's old school, so to book a room, you have to call the Sawmill Saloon, and somebody answers behind the bar, and they write your name and credit card number down <laughs> and a book behind the, <laughs> behind the bar. And yeah, I think it's it, just old school. I think it just sits there forever. But <laughs> Somebody might throw a beer on there now and again, but that's okay. Yeah. All right. All right, yeah. Dave. It was, it was great being well, up there. I'd, I'm looking forward to coming up there way sooner than later because it's really fun. Yeah. Hey, I just heard of, I just, just before I go quick, uh, I just got a call this morning from, uh, Phil Van Valkenberg, AKA Peewee. Peewee. Uh, I think Peewee. you guys got a, a ride that you're doing coming up that, uh, Peewee started. Yeah, and we're doing. And, um, well, actually we have two of them. We got go, the fat tire tour coming up tomorrow being Saturday. And then we have Steel is Real on August twenty eighth. So we have a we have a couple of Pee Wee inspired rides. Right that's now, what to I be thought. fair, right. so, again to be fair, not really sure what's happening with the Bat Tire Tour because the guy that does it doesn't even live in Milwaukee. But right, we're gonna go no, ahead. We're, we're gonna did, go ahead and do a good thing, yeah. and it'll be great. Yeah, uh, Jason. Jason is known 
Wee for a really long time as well. And so I think he's a good guy to carry that tradition on. And, but, um, so anyway, so, so Phil called me this morning to let me know that the city of Cam or the village of Cambridge, which is where he's from. I think he lives in Madison now, but he used to live in Cambridge. Um, it's just outside Madison, right? That, that's where our, that's where our good NASCAR driver, uh, what's, what's it Dick Trickle. No, not Dick Trickle. That's what State Fair Park and NASCAR have in common. Dick Trickle, whatever, or yeah. VD. Well, or well, anyway, they the village of Cambridge is uh, officially approved building a connector trail from Cambridge to the Glacial Drumlin Trail, nice. and they are going to name that trail after Phil Van Vulcan. Oh man, and right. um, oh, that is so far August. First is the date for the official party or naming ceremony or whatever they're going to do. Um, but that, that could, that date could change, but I thought that was pretty cool that Phil's actually going to get a trail named after him. Absolutely. That's awesome. And, and before you go relate the other Phil Van Valkenberg um, connection to where you're living right now with, ah, with his right. car having crapped so out up neighbor, there. <laughs> right. So my, my neighborhood is, is, um, they're perhaps the first Sealy like development neighborhood, you know, where, uh, where somebody bought up a bunch of property and then decided to develop it by, you know, subdividing it and putting a bunch of houses on it. The guy that did that was Gary Penman. Um, and he, he, uh, he he moved the fish hatchery building from our fish camba fish hatchery trails. He cut it up into like five pieces with a chainsaw and hauled it on a giant trailer, put that together back here and lived in that. Then moved a little log cabin here for his brother Mark. That's what we live in. Of course it's been added on to a whole bunch of times, like an Escher drawing. Um but uh or a hobbit and house. Then, um yeah, or a hobbit house. And then what he did next was he, he built a whole bunch of ski trails through the neighborhood. He, he cut the trails. He, you know, where the trails, where the hills were too steep, he, he you know, bulldozed them and, and leveled them out a little bit. They're still incredibly steep, too steep for me to ski. I'm not that good yet. But, um, and built, you know, perhaps a 5K network of ski trails through the neighborhood. And then after that, he divided up the property around those ski trails and to, to build and to sell off and, and build houses on. The next thing he did was he built a sawmill on the property. And to power the sawmill, he used Phil Van Balkenberg's old AMC Rebel engine. Come Phil on. at the time was the marketing director for the Telemark Lodge. And he was driving around this ancient AMC Rebel that the clutch kept going out on. So he called it his, his Rebel without a clutch. And, and the final time when the clutch went out and it just died somewhere, I guess Phil uh, told Gary, he said, hey, you can just have that thing and if you want it. And so Gary in his sort of Northwoods, you know, uh, and on entrepreneurial ingenuity went and grabbed Phil's car, dragged it back to his sawmill, took the engine out and used Phil's engine to power his sawmill that he then went on to use to build a whole bunch of houses around here, as well as the sawmill saloon and, and the Leonard Lodge and Damn. stuff like it's that. Just, it, it's like, can you, uh, you couldn't make that story up. It's so great. I mean, it just, <laughs> no, you like, couldn't, no, you couldn't. that's just incredible. No, 
Yeah. All so, right. So that, that's the that's that is, the peewee connection to my neighborhood. Well, we're we're peewee connecting tomorrow on the Fat Tire Tour, and I, I hopefully we see him on it. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Seely Dave, thanks for yeah, being right, guys. Thanks for being the better part of our show, just like always. And uh, I hope we we will thanks talk to you again me. soon. All right. Bye. You bet. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Bye. Seely Dave, everyone. God, he always has. I mean, this Phil Van Valkenburg thing is just like that that's guy a, has. That's, he's touched so much about cycling around Wisconsin. And I mean, for years and years and years and years, he did trips over to the Tour de France, too. So he'd take, you know, a handful of people over to France and show them, like, let's go ride Alpe d'Huez before. What, and- the actual race goes through. He Let's would scour antique stores yeah. and such yeah. for medals. Yeah, 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 yeah. To in give fact, medals out in for his events here in yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, I think for, for, Steel, for Steel is Real, I think we still have a couple of those old medals <laughs> that we might give away this year since Steel is Real might actually be a real thing this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I good. mean, yeah. That's... Last year was good. I lost my backpack for a little while. <laughs> I think I found it. You did find it. I might have found it. All right, everybody. Uh, Seely, Dave, uh, JK, Tony, myself, thank you very much for listening. And uh, if you want to come back next week, nobody's going to say don't do it. Until then. I think I got to push a button or something. Ride your bicycle and we love you. Right? (laughs) That was fucking creepy, dude. (laughs) 